is. We welcome you back. We lead off with uh, Elton John because Elton John is the latest celebrity to test positive for COVID. For more on that, what it means for his farewell tour and concerts in general, here's music expert Eric Elper who joins us now. Eric, if you had to pick uh, one, do you have one Elton John song that stands out amongst all of them? I love I'm Still Standing. I mm. love that song. Yeah. I, it was probably, I think I've seen that video a thousand times thanks to much music growing up. And I just thought it was so, such a statement from him in the time of of coming out and AIDS and politics. And then here he comes along with this video that looks like the funnest possible day of his life with, you know, good looking men and women on a beach with beach balls. And here he is. And I found out later, I think he was high as a kite, like filming the entire thing. Um, So I love that song. I went and when he did it in concert, it was just like, this is it right after 60 years of performing. He's still standing one of the last people to do. All right. Well, speaking of concerts in Elton John, he has canceled his uh, Dallas concert. Uh, he, of course, uh, this has been an on again, off again tour for him. This uh, farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. What do we know about uh, Elton and this uh, positive test uh, for COVID, Eric? Yeah, well, so far, you know, he follows in the footsteps of other musicians that have been on the road, like Roberta Flack and John Mayer, um, Kiss and Billie Eilish, who um, who caught COVID over the last couple of days and have been forced off the road and canceled their tour. Um, so far, only a couple of dates in Dallas, Texas have been canceled. Um, the dates on uh, for Ontario, at least, or for Toronto, on March the 12th and 13th um, are still on the calendar. Um, but, you know, there's another little bit of a wrench. So, so far, he's feeling good. He said that he's triple vaxxed all of his family and crew are all triple vaccinated as well. So he's feeling, um, you know, as good as he can feel. The problem becomes, at least for us here in Toronto and the surrounding areas, is that the Ontario government is supposed to have on the calendar the full capacity for venues permitting on March the 14th. That's two days after the, his first show. So that will be really interesting to see in the next couple of weeks if he uh, just cancels his Canadian dates altogether, yeah. which so many people have had. A couple of hurdles there. One is, of course, uh, the COVID uh, diagnosis. But secondly, as you mentioned, is the attendance. And this date was kind of up in the air even prior to this news about Elton and COVID because of that. I mean, Elton John, uh, would we expect him or did we think that this show was going to happen with only half capacity a at Scotiabank? No. I and, and I think that that's what all these artists and managers and staff, uh, I mean, you know, uh, it, when when you're an Elton John, when you're a Billie Eilish, John Mayer, LL Cool J, Ed Sheeran, you are bringing six to 700 people with you. It's like a small town invading your city for the time that you're here in Toronto or Oshawa or Ottawa or Hamilton. And so there's a lot of people to consider. It's also not just... Elton John having COVID, um, but who else on his staff might have been close to him and now they've got COVID. We've seen in the last couple of days a very, very sorryful and tearful Adele cancel her entire run so far of Las Vegas dates that are worth 
tens of millions of dollars to her and the city of Las Vegas over the fact that half of her staff apparently have got COVID and they're just not able to put on a show. So Elton John is, is just putting on the brakes. He's saying, look, I'm not going to risk it. We're going to go back on the road. We may never finish this farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. It may last forever, but um, that's what the situation is. Yeah, it probably feels that way to Elton right now because I'm just yeah. looking here at this uh, farewell tour started in 2018, so pre-pandemic. It took, how about this, a 600-day break, Eric, before uh, resuming, and now it's on again, uh, off again because of uh, COVID and uh, much of what you've been talking about. So, I mean, this has got to feel like the farewell, the, the long goodbye, if you will, the tour that just uh, will never end for Elton. And the reason why he wants to end at least his touring career is because he knows that his kids are growing up. He knows that he's not getting old any younger. He knows that his husband, David Furnish, is not getting any younger either. And so he wanted to be done by 2020 and spend the rest of his life basically recording and releasing music and playing, you know, one-off shows whenever he wanted to. But certainly nobody's had a plan to keep him on the road for the next five years. That was not in the cards, but that's what kind of a performer Elton John is, that he doesn't want to leave. He he just doesn't want to leave it this way. He doesn't want to end his career on a note like COVID um, starting canceling tours, but there's going to come a point where he's just going to look at himself in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm done. I'm sorry that it came that to this point, but you know, my family's life is more important and rightfully so. Yeah, because obviously he is doing this because of his love for his fans, right? He wants a proper yeah. goodbye uh, with them. I mean, that is the only reason that, uh, you know, he continues. Uh, again, this thing started some three years ago and yeah. continues on. This is the only reason that he wants to see this uh, come to a fruition or an end is because he just wants a proper goodbye with everybody. Yeah, and also maybe he just wants to buy a small country. You know, sure. like other than that, other than maybe, you know, seeing another couple of zeros in his bank account, certainly he doesn't need the money, but he just, you know, you have to get mentally prepared when you're an artist to go out on the road for four months, six months, a year at a time, especially when you get to his age. It's not easy to do. I, I just, just defy so many people who get mad at artists when they want to retire. It's like you have no idea the grueling aspect of of planes and hotels and eating food that's not always prepared in the best way it's 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 fun yes don't get me wrong jeff and eric would love to go out on tour whenever we want to you know to do this but it's a grueling exercise that takes years off of people's lives sometimes Okay, since we are talking about uh, concerts, concert uh, tours, let's talk about the, the future of concerts or maybe the lack thereof uh, throughout the rest of uh, this year and into the future because, you know, there's uh, a lot of people saying that Ontario now just uh, closed for business, for show business when it comes to things like concerts, uh, theaters, because there's just too many hurdles when it comes to COVID. Yeah, the, the Canadian Live Music Association have come out this week and said that the latest setback to the venues and live venues and theaters um, is that the the owners are really, really concerned that while gyms and um, movie theaters and entertainment uh, events are allowed to at least slowly open concerts um, are le- being left behind and um, and they're kind of right. Uh, when you consider that this is a really tough country for an artist to book a tour when BC, Alberta, 
uh, you know, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Ontario, they all have different rules and regulations. So it's tough to book a show in Vancouver and Calgary and Toronto in a run of, of a week when everybody's got different rules and regulations. It's just, it's impossible to do, but more importantly, it's impossible to plan. So when you're talking about dates that come up in 2023, those are happening and planning right now. And if Ontario doesn't open, says the association, all of these artists are just going to completely bypass Ontario completely. And they may play a couple of more dates in the States. And we may be missing out on a lot more tours than what people realize. Yeah. Is that the talk in the industry right now that uh, the rules are just too complicated? Everything is too complex. And of course, with that comes additional uh, costs. So is Canada getting bypassed uh, right now? And are a lot of artists, are they looking at 2023 as kind of maybe a return to normal and a return to concerts uh, here? I- at least 2023, you know, it, it's a very easy decision when you're an artist from the UK or from the US and decide where you want to play. You can get lost playing America. You you can play every city that's over a million people, make a really good living and not even scratch the surface of what that country has to offer. America has been open for business probably four months after the COVID wave happened. Um, And they've never really shut down. Um, You know, you take a look at the NFL and and NHL games and, and, you know, they've got the Super Bowl coming up and you look every weekend at the sheer amount of sporting events that are going on and Canada and especially Ontario is still having their rules and regulations. Now, there are a lot of people, myself included, think that this is a safe way to reopen, but business you know, has very different reasons and very different um, methods for success than say you or I would. So it's very, it's very easy to look on a map when you're an artist and say, let's just bypass Canada altogether. Their dollar stinks compared to the U S it's cold half the months of the, uh, you know, for, for half the year, let's just go keep playing in Florida and California and Texas and, and Texas and other States. All right, just uh, finally, when do you expect an announcement about the Elton Show scheduled for March at Scotiabank uh, Arena? Is that something that uh, we should hear something about by uh, mid-February at the latest? I would say exactly that. The next big announcement to keep your eye on is Billie Eilish. She is supposed to be playing the Scotiabank Arena on February the 16th. That is still on the schedule. That may actually be cancelled in the next couple of days. So once that happens, the next big shows to go down would be Elton John's. All right, we will continue to watch. Uh, Eric, thanks as always. Appreciate this. No problem. Thanks for having me, Jeff. You got it. Music expert Eric Helper with us, and we're back after this. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.